Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights and information or simply learning from them. And today we have Jay Vikram Bakshi, who understands tech, uses tech, and who have worked with high-tech companies and today advises tech startups. But before I move forward, please may I ask you all to subscribe to my news to my channel so that you can inst get instant updates on the show uh, so that you know that there is a show coming up immediately. And now coming back, the topic today is changing tech and the common man. And no better man than uh, Jay Vikram Bakshi to talk about it. So Jay Vikram Bakshi, uh, how this changing tech and, the, and how a common man is trying to, you know, establish some sort of uh, what it was symbiosis or symbiotic relationship with it because uh, tech users are common people, normal people and, and, and very high tech people also. So how in day to day life it has impacted our work life, social life uh, as, a, as a human being and what's the future of it? We will today take it uh, take it up one by one. Pahle, we are using like phones, laptop, Wi-Fi, COVID, mein, health insurance. Koi bhi aap tech use kijiye. Airport pe baat ke aap insurance le sakte hai. Aapko flight pakadni hai. Gaadi ka aap chalte hai. Gaadi mein aap insurance karwa sakte hai. Agar expire ho raha hai to. Isko aap kaise dekhte hai. How do you see impacting our lives today? From an outside, a built holistic view from that point. And then we'll take it micro. Thank you so much, Ajay, and uh, thank you to all your viewers who are joining you at this point of time. Uh, yes, you are absolutely right. If you look at it closely, technology and your life is completely uh, woven together. Um, and this is not new, actually. If you go back into history and somebody says that, you know, the invention of the wheel was uh, a huge technological rev revolution of that time. So how did the wheel get integrated into society? So you had a potter's wheel, you had the charioteer's wheel, you had the wheel used for war. Um, I would say that the way to look at tech is the same way. So today when we say tech, we talk about computers, yeah, your right. mobile phones. Because this is what has become completely known. Laptop, ghar ghar mein hai. mobile phones, uh, especially smartphones in your hands. I mean, we, I, call, I shouldn't even call them mobile anymore because um, today an average uh, smartphone has more computing power than the first Apollo 11 mission, which went and hit the hit, uh, moon. So the moon landing was done with less technology and less computer power than that is available in your handphone today. That's quite some information. I, I actually did not know. <laughs> so, uh, so in fact, there was, I mean, I don't want to name the um, doyen of uh, technology, but at one point of time, he had said that uh, one megabit of data should be enough for all human beings at one point of time, which was in the 80s. Today, your uh, iPhone or your Android phone has, uh, you know, almost a terabit of data. And uh, the supercomputers, which used to be talked about in the 80s, today are actually in, inside your laptops. So, so that's how this thing has happened. There are a couple of laws which govern this. One law, which uh, some people who are technology enthusiasts will remember, is called Moore's Law, which is that every one, two and a half years, two years, uh, the computing power doubles and uh, and the price of that chip goes down. 
So what that does is that there is more and more smartness, more and more computing power, which is inside your device. The second piece, which I think, uh, which you alluded to in your opening remarks, is that you can buy insurance at any point of time from anywhere. And uh, that has to do with the networks that you've had. So early days when you had 2G, 2.5G, data was not going through, right? So you started seeing how data progresses. And now at this point of time, post-COVID, you have uh, you know OTT platforms, right? This right. entire OTT platforms are talking about live streaming, right? So live right. streaming is uh, your the the just like this broadcast, it's being created and being shown across the world at the same time with a little bit of delay, perhaps, which is to do with technology more than anything else. And this is enabled only because of the sophistication of the data networks, right? And the third part, which um, is fairly new, and I'm, I'm going to take you, if I have time, through a small yeah, deck yeah, on yeah. where we are going, is through what is known as distributed computing. Now, distributed okay. computing, if you remember, first time you would have heard about it, if somebody would have said, you know, in the mid-2000s, cloud computing, right? Okay. And uh, I remember a lot of my friends saying, hey, what is cloud computing? Is it something to do with, you know, corporate clouds and uh, where does it uh, belong? And does this cloud even rain? So, so the, uh, the thing is that it was just a terminology. It meant that you did not need to have a physical server or a physical laptop. This connectivity and this computing power would be connected peer to peer and through servers and networks across the world. Now, the fact that there is so much of computing power out there at this point of time that you don't really need to build an application on a laptop anymore. You can build very large applications up in the cloud. So okay. when you say something like, OK, so what impacts you regularly? So your Aadhaar card, for instance, impacts yeah, you yeah, regularly. Yeah. Yeah. You put in your mobile number, your Aadhaar card, and you do that insurance buying at the airport or in a car. So there is computing infrastructure up there, which is at real time checking whether your Aadhaar card and your mobile matches with your name and your profile. right? Hmm. And at the base of this, using just this as an example, right? there's this other new thing which uh, I know you will talk about or want to know about at some point of time, which is blockchain or what is yes. commonly known as crypto. Yeah. So uh, the secret here is that it's no mystery. What has happened is there's a very defined progression which has happened. It's just that it has not, it's just come into our awareness at this point of time. In my case, I've been an enthusiast since I think the early 90s. I remember at a, a university lab, one of my uh, aer aeronautical science uh, friends who took me into the lab and introduced me to something called Ernet. Ernet mm -hmm. was an early version of India's internet. It was a uh, internet access which was created among the top universities to share their libraries, their library books. Mm -hmm. um, that Ernet then got a internet connection via VSNL and then you had a VSNL net. I remember those days because I used to have an email ID. And that time, uh, being an internet entrepreneur or internet enthusiast was a big deal because there were hardly 100,000 people in this country who had an internet connection. Right. And right. Uh, uh, there was an internet users club also at that point of time with uh, <laughs> late actor Shami Kapoor being one of the big uh, vocal advocates of it. 
from there, as the mobile revolution took off in this country, and I am uh, fortunate to have been involved with both the telecom software revolution as well as the internet revolution in this country, I've had a ringside view on how these two technologies came together, uh, merged together, exploded, and is now creating absolutely new paradigms. So that point which you mentioned, um, you know, when I was starting out my work life, and as you would have probably done so, the smartest machine in our offices used to be a fax machine, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that was the level of high tech. Now, if I tell somebody who's getting into work today, and especially post-COVID, that, you know, I uh, there was something called a fax machine in my office. He said, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> for that person, uh, even email is history. Email right. is something which you do to set up your uh, user accounts, right? Right. 80% right. of the time you're on either if you're, uh, you know, doing some kind of uh, conversation, you're on Instagram uh, chat, you're on WhatsApp chat, or if you're a little more structured, you're in Slack and other places like Microsoft uh, Meets, etc. Hmm. Um, but your entire awareness has changed. There's no exchange of document which is happening. Or, okay, even if it's happening, it's lesser. What you're seeing is collaborative endeavors. Like, for instance, in this case, um, I am collaborating with you to create content on um, your channel, right? So this is happening seamlessly real time. Uh, there is no script which you're following. There is no script which I am following. We are jamming together and creating a script which your viewers are seeing real time. Right. Right. So this is right. fundamentally different from the earlier method of you being the creator, you will send a draft to me and I will look at the draft, edit it and say, okay, this is where I'm coming in. This is what you should do and this is what I should do. And this is what your viewers should see. Now it's all happening together. Maybe there is some amount of collaboration. There is some amount of conceptualization in terms of, okay, these are the five questions I will ask you, Jay, or Ajay, these are the two, three points I want to make. But beyond that, it is much more collaborative than it has ever been. Now, yeah, but Jay, I, I, sorry to interrupt you, but you see, in terms of, you know, uh, the implications on a common man, if you see, uh, suppose uh, we are also, uh, you can say, adept with our technology, machines, our phones, laptops, and everything. Now, look at a scenario. Somebody who is in his 50s, 60s, he lives in a very high tech building. He goes to the lift. He knows that the lift will take him anywhere he wants, whichever floor he wants, or to the ground floor, or to, you know, to his car parking. He just presses a button. But then he does not know, or many of these people do not know that if the lift stops, what to do exactly. And that is where the technology part, you know, becomes difficult for some. I wanted to get your expert view on how do you view this? How do you find a way out of this that people who are very uh, good in so many things suddenly find that tech is helping them. But at the other end, tech suddenly becomes an, almost like a disadvantage in certain situations. You know, or if today, if you look at world of Internet of Things, your home, you know, fully wired and you are so much dependent through your voice. You are controlling everything. 
and suddenly you are out of your home and you suddenly had a blank out and you don't remember anything and the computer does not remember you then <laughs> so both the scenarios the lift and the internet hmm. of things and the computer forgetting you you forget hmm. the password or the whatever the word and the computer hmm. forgets you it's not hmm. with humans you know hmm. so, so how do you i'm very happy you brought this up because um there are ways and ways and ways okay one word of advice to everybody who's listening is that um keep a physical record of the passwords you do not want to forget number one okay number two if you see uh, all the where to where, where do you keep that record i'm just joking but everybody maintain a small book if you want if you want but if you look at what's happening all the every one of the accounts that you're talking about have a two factor authentication right right and multiple device authentication the simple right. reason is that to make see technology is not really usable unless it is usable by humans so right. there used to be a huge amount of uh, work to be done which was done early, early before our time on what is known as human computer interface right so how should humans you know engage with computers this is a laptop this is the keyboard this is the screen this is the mouse this is where i remember debates between um, you know steve jobs and uh, bill gates on graphic user interface where should what be you know mm-hmm. should the screen start from left to right top to bottom or should it start from bottom right to left and up so there's been a huge amount of standard setting on these things this the simple terms called interoperability you know mm-hmm. how do you make sure that your usb port will pick up data and power at the same time nowadays nobody thinks right usb mm-hmm. port I've, i've charged my phone but usb port itself is a used to be a patented technology right, right. probably a patented technology developed by people um, out of intel if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. so there is technology in almost everything and you mentioned siri you mm-hmm. mentioned you know uh, the lift uh, what happens if the lift stops mm-hmm. uh, my first advice to anybody here is don't panic that's the first advice second second piece of advice is that at this point of time given the rapid pace in which change is happening and it doesn't mean that if you knew one kind of computing at one point of time that that's your lifelong learning it's mm-hmm. not so lifelong learning means actually being able to be in touch with and on top of what's about to happen or what is happening and often times what i realize is a problem is that a lot of these systems are not uh, synchronous as in they don't go from one level to the other in a gradual curve mm-hmm. so uh, earlier this year i had written a blog post which was very appreciated by a lot of my uh, friends who saw it was that i had looked at the world i had borrowed from this novel by ernst hemingway he mm-hmm. had written a, a book called the sun also rises and there was this mm-hmm. line on mm-hmm. how do you go bankrupt and the one of those fellows said that first gra- two ways first gradually and then suddenly mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you knew that the tech revolution is on us right mm-hmm. the word ides bpo these have been there for about 20 odd years 20 25 odd years you had giants of technology in the services sector for almost 30 odd years right mm-hmm. um you knew that there was a startup ecosystem building up also in the last 15 years 
But what you're seeing in the last 18 months, you know, with almost 100 unicorns in the business of creating value using high tech, that is the sudden part of it. So today, everything that you do, whether you're ordering your uh, uh, medicines online, ordering your health insurance in your car, um, you know, pre-booking uh, various things. Or um, even pizza, pizza or, or something from uh, any of these delivery uh, guys, you got to know tech. Without that, you not, can't. Not to, not to mention figuring out where to go for your booster shot if you need yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That is what During COVID, I have seen people uh, that right. they got information that you can walk in and then you can, and then suddenly they come to know, no, 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 in this second shot, you cannot go as a walk-in one, but you got to register yourself and they can't do it from there. So, and then, then so it, it is a very, diff that is where I ask that, Governments everywhere are trying to help as much as possible, and tech is a big enabler. But yes, it is. But but how do you bring about, especially in a country, apne desh ka agar example le, ki itni asamanta hai tech usage, tech ko use karne ke tarike me janne me, bahut sari, jaise it's like cash and you know wallet. Many a times, cash is so easy to use. अब समझ तो टेक्नोलॉजी भी कई बार वैसा हो जाता है कि मैं जब सामने खड़ा हूं तो ये रहा मेरा कार्ड और ये रहा मैं तो वहां पे फिर मैं थर्ड चीज को लाने की क्या जरूरत है दैट इज वेयर आई वांटेड टू गेट योर एक्सपर्ट एक्सपर्ट ओपिनियन ऑन सो दिस इज अगेन टू डू विद प्रोग्रेशन आई रिमेंबर व्हेन आई वाज अ वेरी स्मॉल आई हैड गॉन टू अ मेला गांव में मेला होता है तो मेले में आई थिंक समबडी हैड गिवन मी अ 5 रुपी नोट पहले कॉइन के बाद कैश के बाद आया कार्ड कार्ड के बाद आया डिजिटल वॉलेट एंड नाउ यू आर टॉकिंग अबाउट ऑफिशियल डिजिटल करेंसी राइट या इन इन फैक्ट आई विल टेल यू नाउ इवन दिस हैकर्स दे आर डिमांडिंग कि क्रिप्टो में पे कर दो आप तो है आपका मैं अकाउंट रहने दूंगा सो यू सी इवन आई गेस आवर आवर लीगल सिस्टम इन इन द बजट दे हैवंट नेम्ड द वर्ड क्रिप्टो दे हैव यूज्ड Word something like digital, digital, uh, virtual digital asset. Yes, virtual digital but asset. आगे आने वाले दिनों में, I guess the way the world is moving, uh, at some point in time you may see uh, some sort of things in India also. And uh, now this is again take again an advanced version or or a difficult version uh, that I am talking right now. मतलब um, you'll be surprised and this is the other interesting thing about technology and i have to share this at this point of time that uh, there is no additional benefit from having started earlier uh, it's not a must that okay so you know the technology you've learned it first you have you are the pioneer of this technology and therefore you have an additional advantage no mm -hmm. i if you look at the names which i'm i'm going to do a take you through the journey just yeah, yeah, yeah. tell me where we've been and where we are coming from and where we are about to go 
yeah. you'll realize that every time in every genre there is a new name which has come up right mm -hmm. and the old names have all gone away right mm -hmm. and the reason is that as i said that this is discontinuous this is rapid and it's also extremely decentralized mm -hmm. so there is no saying that okay if i go to this one university or that one college and i will get the best information and the best knowledge no it's the users which will dis decide what is the best case for them right the technology world uses a word called mvp which is the minimum value proposition mm -hmm. now you may have a great app you may have a great logic but that might not succeed because somebody else has doesn't have that kind of a great app but it works for them right and the larger number of people who accepted that point which you meant, uh, mentioned that okay there is so many people who are already on tech but what about people who are just coming on are they at a disadvantage my proposition here is that no they don't they are not only not at a disadvantage like for instance uh, let's just take a live case right you've been a broadcast journalist for almost 20 odd years correct you've seen technology change from how it used to be in your studio how mm -hmm. it used to be with cameras the lighting the kind of connectivity and now at this point of time we are doing this on a laptop right somebody else in a village is possibly listening to this on the phone via right. data stream mm -hmm. somebody else might be creating this kind of content right because again as i said that the computing power inside your phone the computing power on the network the, the kind of data connections that you have anybody who's just discovering this entire thing right now okay who does not know how to write an email who's never written a you know a message can also create very effective content okay and the way this entire uh, journey as i am seeing it is being uh, is traversing is that the premium is on the content it's mm -hmm. not on the channel right it's not on the hardware earlier it used to be the hardware used to cost you know like the old stories of computers was one computer would take up a whole room the same you know the the apollo 11 logic that i gave you that that computer that one whole room computer is inside your mm -hmm. phone today mm -hmm. uh, so there is in a way what is happening is technology has this amazing ability to democratize and mm. the person who's coming in last has the best experience right right uh, uh, jay you were uh, about to take us on some journey through some uh, slides yeah. or something yeah, yeah you carry on get, no problem let me just you, uh, you know take you through because i thought this is a this is a thought process which uh, you, your viewers will enjoy. Yeah, yeah. The whole idea is to get to a situation where uh, tech as an enabler works best and the human part also uh, stays there. So I get it. Yes. So uh, what I'm just giving you a glimpse is, you know, where we have started from and where we are headed. This is sure. the uh, play that I was talking about, you know, and by the way, all the uh, slides which I'm sharing have been uh, have been picked up from uh, blog posts and uh, websites. Some of them are okay. given below. Um, right. So if your uh, viewers are interested, they can go and read up the entire thing. So if you um, just for your viewers, you know, um, what we think is the Internet um, now 
was something very different in the 70s and um, till the 80s it was a defense application right, right. Uh, in the us um, the public part of the web came with uh, netscape in 94 aol mm -hmm. america online in 1989 and uh, yahoo in 94 and then you saw the you know the microsoft explorers and the amazons and ebay paypal google mm -hmm. came in 98 so this was the first uh, version of the web where the entire thought was that let's just take our data and put it out there okay mm. uh, google was possibly one of the um, first solutions which came out which was trying to make sense of how to look for these uh, you know data pieces so it was uh, the entire logic was built around how is a library organized and around that time uh, you know you had a huge amount of exuberance and uh, which also created what was known as a dot com bust in 2000 mm. where a lot of these dot coms went out of business mm. um, that did not stop anything because immediately after that or during that period you had this um, you know a user generated content um, platforms coming up blogger came out mm. in 2000 wikipedia mm. Uh, I think is now more of a source of information than you know the old encyclopedias came right. and started in right. 2001. Um, the mapping software Google Maps came in after an acquisition post Google's IPO in 2005. YouTube again came in 2005, and uh, I believe one of your streams is going on YouTube. Uh, yeah, 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 yes, yes, absolutely. Right. Photo sharing happened at that time. Also at that time. Um, came in social networking. Now, social networking came out of this distributed architecture model. So uh, things like, for instance, uh, LinkedIn, which came in 2002, Twitter, Facebook in 2004, Etsy, which was a sales platform, came in 2005, and MySpace in 2003. So all these things came and used this distributed architecture model that I will store my pictures somewhere, my text somewhere, and we will get together and do something together. And mm -hmm. in the 2010s, you saw this value equation happen, right? Suddenly, mm -hmm. you had started hearing about FANG, so which mm -hmm. was Facebook, which is now um, Meta, Google, uh, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, right? Mm -hmm. Twitter, Tesla also coming in in some way, Microsoft. You know, you just saw this huge thing in terms of big tech. So mm -hmm. what was happening was that the open web, which you saw in 2000, became the corporate web. So these became platforms. You mm -hmm. did not search on the net. You searched on Google. You did not make friends. <laughs> You've made friends on Facebook, right? Right. And you did not send out a press release. You tweeted. <laughs> so, right. so this was that uh, play. And at this point of time, where we are coming, we are moving to what is now Web. Yeah, it's nice. Sorry to interrupt. It's nice to see Web 3.0 because this is the big trend for 2022. This. And NFT, you know, and yeah. and, and Meta. So these are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's nice to see Web 2.0. And you must tell more about Web 3.0. So Web 3.0 actually takes that platform logic and turns it on its head. So when you right. take the platform logic and put it on the head, which means that you are no longer going to be looking at Chrome as a browser you're going to look at a decentralized autonomous bunch of uh, platforms mm -hmm. because at this point of time you don't want any intermediary in your conversation right right i am talking to ajay means i am talking to ajay i don't want to be talking to ajay via something 
so that's the key thing which is happening that you don't want a platform you want to go peer to peer in a distributed architecture mm-hmm. and when you go there so everything changes so banking changes messaging changes content changes gaming you mentioned gaming changes so you're not going to say second life to play uh, create a play on meta or metaverse you're going into a decentraland okay which okay. is completely i mean it's not owned by any one person it's like you're breaking that uh, ledger so it, the ledger becomes open it does not belong to a bank it belongs to everybody else who's part of it similarly in payments file storage browser data everything and now look at this piece which i uh, i'm specifically putting here because i'm active in the space mm-hmm. when you see the kind of investment which is going into blockchain companies because people have mm-hmm. figured that starting from 2021 especially through the lockdown the amount mm-hmm. of data people are sharing with each other the amount mm-hmm. of activity which has gone online or which is happening because it's online mm-hmm. is phenomenal right right and this thinking is actually changing the way uh, propositions are built so a future technology company will be doing very behaving very differently from what you've seen in the past right and i i'm putting this over here just to give you a sense that how active is this space yeah. how large the unicorn it's, space it's very is. very active you know jay because i've yeah. been getting many active invitations to so- join blockchain groups right WhatsApp right groups. right right so <laughs> I'm just joking, know, but yeah i'm just joking. it's not just ones and twos there is an entire revolution which is happening now right. you can always ask hey, so what do i do i mean i don't know anything about this uh, my proposition to you and to everybody who's watching is don't worry when is your time it will come to you and by the time it comes to you it will be in a much more mature state of being used than anything which is happening right now so you can uh, you know uh, not worry about this right 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 uh, but jay tell me one thing uh, because every time we move towards tech as a high tech then every time i remember the human part of it and try to find some sort of a way ki usme human being aisa na ho ki he becomes a bystander and tech becomes the center of everything so i will try to bring back the human and i'll talk about the work space okay the uh, what what's happening in the work i'll let's look at a scenario like this earlier somebody who was 40 50 60 he was considered to be a man of wisdom in any area of work chai chartered accountancy ho professional ho kisi bhi line mein ho usko log value karte the ki inko jankari hai he is the master we can look up to him hmm. man of wisdom Hmm. experience man of experience theek hai hmm. Hmm. now tech has come in hmm. and first earlier on his wisdom was not dependent on his understanding of any tech hmm. 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 so hmm. today even if the best man of wisdom or experience hmm. has to know that tech to be eligible for even doing some work for example अगर आप कोई बिकॉज आई सीन इट फ्रॉम वेरी क्लोज कोई चार्टेड अकाउंटेंट है उसको काम करना है तो किसी का भी अकाउंट जाके उसने मैनेज कर लिया उन्होंने एंड आठ दस अकाउंट मैनेज कर लिया इवन इफ वेन इज इन ए रिटायरिंग मोड तो घर परिवार अच्छे से चल गया उनका 
ठीक है स्मॉल स्मॉल प्लेसेस पे मैंने बहुत देखा है अभी द मैन नोज एवरीथिंग बट ही हैज टू नो ऑल द यू नो टैलीज एंड खाता बही एंड ऑल दो बट दे बिकम यू नो ऑनलाइन टेक की चीज हो गई है आपको so जानना here... होगा नहीं नहीं हियर यू आर मेकिंग अ वेरी वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग पॉइंट एंड द पॉइंट हियर इज दैट व्हाट इज योर लर्निंग वर्थ एंड व्हेन आई से समथिंग लाइक दिस आई एम बीइंग वेरी प्रोवोकेटिव हियर बिकॉज़ आई रिमेंबर आई एम फ्रॉम द यू नो अर्ली 90s व्हेन आई स्टिल रिमेंबर ड्यूरिंग इकोनॉमिक लिबरलाइजेशन इन द सिटी वेयर आई वाज देयर वाज मैसिव स्ट्राइक्स माय होल कंसर्न इज दैट आई एम अग्रीव टू सी दैट why has that common ground not come up matlab no it is it's actually very simple if you want to put it this way um the simplicity part of it is in the operating part of it if you are in your 40s or 50s yeah. and you are not engaged with tech hmm. obviously the person who's into tech has experience of the tools to be used let's just take for instance the point that you mentioned chartered accountant he will need to know at this point of time how to file gst how to use tally that is one part that is the operations part but somebody with as a chartered accountant with say 30 or 25 years of experience do you think his expertise would be in that or would it be in being able to interpret the laws interpret the provisions for the benefit of his clients or her clients uh, depending on his or her past experience of how to do it right now if you say that nay there's a new asset category and it's called crypto and sarkar ne bol diya hai ki now you can invest there all you have to do is pay 30% and uh, 1% tds um is that looking like something which is uh, valuable now you decide as the person who's managing your uh, clients portfolio whether it is valuable or not now does that come from you understanding technology or does that come from you understanding your client right now there i'm making a distinction here which is mm-hmm. that any technology does have a pathway there's no doubt about it right 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 a lot of there i remember see i work in the digital space and uh, there was a time in the 90s or earlier people would say that you know 50% of all advertising works i don't know which 50% which 50% right this was the old advertising saying it would be spoken with a lot of humor never with humility humor and arrogance you ask me but today because i'm active in the space and i know how these things work i can say that if you are wasting 50% you don't know how advertising works right because today there is enough data enough ability for you to figure out there is performance marketing there is so many ways of figuring out did ajay khudania get to see the message that i wanted him to see and what did he do with the message did he buy the product did he ignore it how many times did he ignore it before he bought it and after buying it what did he do with it did he share it on facebook or twitter and did he endorse it or did he put up a instagram reel and said oh i have a code 300 for a 100 rupee discount voucher see today when you say that i don't know how it works means that your data is not correct or you have not studied enough or you have not bothered to broad base your use case enough to figure out what works and that is the beauty of tech 
and people who are in their 40s and 50s in various parts of uh, learning and various parts of work um be, my suggestion would be that if you don't know tech find somebody who's willing to share the tech knowledge with you where who you can share your subject matter or domain knowledge with it's not it was never ever it was never ever a single person universe right mm -hmm. even even in this case that we are talking about you've seen how a, a broadcast studio moved to where you are if i consider kaj master class to be a broadcast studio mm -hmm. nobody does it themselves right mm. if somebody says that no this is what i do and 24/7 this is what i do that person is probably very very good at what he or she does because he Absolutely. or she would have mastered mm. a broadcasting b content c promotions d algorithms e the target audience that this content is going to right mm. Mm. as far as i'm concerned that's a 5% job mm. Mm. and there are four people who are the best in each of these things now when you are looking at it from the common man point of view and you go to any any place like for instance i go to a kirana store and the kirana store guy i find he is completely comfortable um using all these apps all the all the wallet apps he's also got a couple of apps where he does ordering in because there's a huge amount of supply chain apps also hmm. um, given to him by various large aggregators and then he's um sharing with me that hey uh, you know you don't really have to come here because uh, covid and all that this is my whatsapp number and uh, you can just mail me what you want i mean message me what you want yes 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 and then i find the guys um, created a photo list which mm -hmm. he updates every week mm -hmm. on this is what i've got now this is my new latest release now it's not as if he's going out of business mm -hmm. no he's figured out how to roll with it you say that look i have this kind of a play this is what i'm doing you will find n number of other partners vendors who are willing to support you in your endeavor because new tech is not successful unless it has users right the right. biggest thing which a uh, you know any new technology platform does and we call it in our language it's called coca cola you know cost of client acquisition and cost of lead acquisition so if you can't if you haven't been effectively gotten your clients on board if you haven't been effectively been able to convert the leads on board mm. you're not a successful tech play right? right so so these people know this the people who are just coming in that okay so how do i get this person on board so it is actually up to the tech guys to teach you if you remember early days there used to be a huge amount of uh, my time there used to be a huge amount of people who were learning uh, platforms right like microsoft like mm -hmm. uh, you know like powerpoint excel um, there's still these courses floating around why yes because mm -hmm. if you don't use these courses microsoft doesn't get a revenue right if you don't how to use adobe uh, illustrator or adobe studio adobe doesn't have a reason to exist so it's so i'm just countering your point no Without, but this this is to educate people about the product because if you don't know how to operate it say like it's like a tutorial you mean isn't it not just a tutorial you need to have users 
no technology no technology can survive without users so no so is is technology trying to enable people or is technology or a lot of technology around trying to make uh, what you call customers out of humans users and customers yes of course because you will use and then you will pay it's never you will it, it will you know now the point is of course pay per use okay now who is going to pay per use i have never used this platform why will i do it i have never watched a, a film or serial on ott why will i do it somebody mm. has shared me a link somebody has invited me mm. i have seen it and i liked it and therefore mm. i do it my telecom operator is giving it to me for free in your package of uh, 499 there is this this and this ott platform free then i will go and watch right whose cost cost of customer acquisition it is it is the ott platform's cost of customer acquisition because without the customer without the user without the creator none of these platforms work the whole point of these platforms and you mentioned iot the whole point of iot is logistics is about being able to track is about and it, iot is almost in every piece like even in agriculture it is there um it works only if it can create consistent sustainable value for the human life the way you live the way you work the way you play if it if technology does not create that substantial difference you will possibly not accept it and one more point i make to illustrate it is that have you wondered like for the last 2 years a huge part of humanity has been working from home working from hometown yeah working yeah, yeah. in from their homes right my first fear was in march 2020 is a will our power systems um, be there will our domestic power networks be able to take this pressure because so many people are there 24/7 in a lockdown situation will the data network survive will they be able to take the load because this is the kind of quality of conversation which we are having they take the load on weekends isn't it saturday on sundays they do take the load so look at it like not only did they take the load they i don't know how many times you had an outage you did not have a significant outage as in okay you know 48 hours no power 48 hours no internet i mean because of technology so technology is also been technology companies have also been able to give you almost an uninterrupted uh, service in this period similarly to for look at your delivery apps look at your you know okay a little few breaks here and there look at the way the covin portal has worked for you the arogya setu app has worked for you i mean i think it's phenomenal phenomenal yeah, i'm not i'm not discounting the contribution of you know tech obviously without tech we would not be talking the way we are talking right now or getting Correct. you know getting uh, 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 what about getting our message across to so many people across the world right now correct what my concern is that is the human part mm-hmm. of us mm-hmm. you know getting delineated or getting away uh, or from us itself because of tech that is the one part and how we can reduce it 
especially for people who are in uh, smaller areas. A lot of people still do not have phones. You know, a huge mm. number of people do not have phones. Yes. Forget about yes. smartphones. So I'm talking yes. about that is where the common man I'm talking about that. How do we we bring, you know, like on the phone, you rem remember during uh, uh, and te uh, telephone connectivity, there was a uh, particular word called uh, data access, something like data access deficit, like that people who are not able to get that access, there was some sort of a charge also. For so that. there was, uh, in fact, there continues to be um, in this country, uh, there is something called the USO fund universal service obligation yeah, this was yeah, uh, yeah. Um, developed i think in the mid 90s when the mobile revolution started in the country and the government of india while licensing spectrum for the use for by these mobile operators had put this thing saying that we would like ubiquitous access we would like to see the last person in this country have a uh, workable connection to the world of mobile right um, if you see the places which are outside the grid, and you will hear, especially during COVID lockdown, you will hear of stories of kids who went and climbed a water tower with their laptop to uh, listen to their classes, online classes, right. Right. because they did not have network in their village, school, etc. Now, uh, it's completely to do with how the new operators who are there and how they are planning their networks, because unless and until you're able to create a business case at the bottom of the pyramid, you will never be able to access the fortune at the bottom of the pyramid, right? Now, for instance, there is data out there saying that, okay, 90% of the, okay, 3% of the world controls 90% of the asset, which is because of the concentration of wealth, which has happened. And right. people, people will say that this is because of tech and venture capitalism going in this space. But, one of the things which I often mention is that you are leaving out 90% of that user population. That's like adding 100% to your uh, current um, market cap, wealth, technology. So if 90% of your users are not inside this, uh, you know, uh, user base, which is currently sustaining all these high valuations, think of what you can do if you can bring them in. And that Absolutely. brings me to the next point, which is uh, a fairly extensive uh, piece of work which is happening globally. I'm not going to say just India. India is, of course, doing fantastically well in this. In that regard, if you ask me, Jay, uh, hmm. no, no, let of... me finish my point. Okay. Let me finish sure, my sure. point. I'm talking about a uh, campaign, global campaign on what is known as technology for good. Now, what does this right. mean? Technology for good means using the benefits of all the technology which is which you're seeing around you including things like mrna vaccines you know mrna is also technology right it's right. coming out of um, manipulating genes how do you use this to reach the largest number of people and in this i will say i will mention two things which um, i'm very proud of has happened in india one is the unified payment interface which is upi which right. is now become the largest system for payment digital transactions anywhere in the world the second part is the new thing which these um, people have launched which is called ondc open network for digital commerce hmm. now when you take that piece in and say that okay this is open the apis are open 
start developing things which will reach the bottom of the pyramid what the government of india has done is unlocked the vault to the bottom of the pyramid right now it's just if and i know a lot of these entrepreneurs which i'm talking to are actually looking at it very very seriously with tech for good in mind because tech for good means two or three things a how do you reduce waste b how do you eliminate the negative impact or reduce the negative impact of climate action climate crisis which is facing all of us today c how do you create some amount of learning and good outcomes for more people you know how do you get more people into the workplace how do you get more people skilled how do you get more people literate and educated to look after themselves hmm. and finally how do you create a more inclusive equitable scenario around right you don't want to be in a situation there where you know you have some people with everything and a lot of people with nothing so that's right. where tech for good comes from and i think there's a fairly strong awareness which is there not just in india but across the world on what tech should do and i think that's the point which you are uh, bringing up that Absolutely. what should yeah, tech yeah. do yeah. Yeah. for people right right that is where i was talking about you know the government's uh, announcement in budget about opening many educational channels you know maybe around 200 if i if i uh, remember correctly or more than that now because not all those uh, companies or uh, who have invested so much of money will be able to take care of that huge chunk of population in the same manner that the government has the capacity to do so i guess they have realized that education especially during covid when uh, education went online that not every household and people with a limited number uh, amount of income especially in the rural areas uh we had had access to that level and this is i guess an understanding in that regard i want to understand from you that technology companies they they do have a notion of profit but at the same time i guess when everybody starts with the uh, invention of new technology they also have that that uh, vision to solve problems isn't it that's why you bring on new technology you are able to think of something new do they so find I... yeah, yeah carry on finish your question yeah. do they or you think that they are also aware that there is a deep divide that is happening socially or or in terms of you know people who have not been able to keep pace with the same te- technology available but people will it is not possible you know it is not possible somebody who is using a a very high tech device and somebody who has not even seen it he will not be able but but they have to consume uh services in that same mode because it's like i, I for example covid now everybody a lot of people do not have phones uh, but they had to get over or uh, get their thing done online because that was the best way to do it i want to understand how do we find and bring everybody together as if there was you know as if there is no differentiator or a class divide because of technology so this is something which has been a uh, topic i mean i don't know i, th- I think ever since um, the first experience of web 1.0 right mm-hmm. when 
thanks to a internet connection you could access libraries across the world versus you uh, sitting in a village and the library in your village doesn't even have books right it's been used as a goshala yes <laughs> because i am also in the uh, i also work in the social sector where we uh, look at creating community learning centers hmm. uh, with books with uh, computers with sustainability what models which are local to the community now the interesting thing and because i work on that layer as well through uh, my uh, role as uh, founder trustee of read india mm-hmm. um, i have a i would not even say a birds eye vision i have a very direct vision into what's happening there two things are happening there uh, a is that everybody now knows that if you have a smartphone a particular side of the world opens up to you there is a reason why there is a rush and that rush continues at the bottom of the pyramid to mm. get yourself a smartphone to be able to afford a data connection right? right because once you've done that and this i've seen even you know early early 2000s and we had at that point of time i was in the in a um, heading marketing in a mobile company mm-hmm. uh, we had gone out and noticed through various studies that if you had a network ability network setup in a particular play the local gdp gsdp would go up by as much as 2% mm-hmm. and that i'm talking about 2003 2004 right i would go on out on a limb and say that that multiplier exists even now and if there are areas which do not have network if there are populations which do not have access or have not do not have the affordability to go and get this it the, this itself is a venture uh, proposition right because this is the kind of bets which a lot of funds do and there is a entire classification of funds esg funds which actually work in this space that how do i take this create something which has a multiplier effect and therefore multiply multiplier impact on market cap right because remember everybody you are looking at as a beneficiary the moment that beneficiary becomes a user or a consumer the entire approach changes right and i think there is a lot of good work which is already happening thanks to various organizations various tech uh, organizations and their csr uh, contributions into making these experiments happen but my thing thought process ajay here is slightly different especially yeah, yeah. the last few years of covid has brought mm-hmm. in a couple massive realizations massive realizations in the sense that um, at this point of time what mm-hmm. is education and you already have a new education policy you already have these announcements which you made uh, you know referred to during the budget you're talking about a sea change and it's not just yeah. something that has been happening in india this is something which you can look out from a global point of view there is a sea change in terms of what is education there needs to be a complete transformation in terms of what kind of skills because if you are looking at education as a gateway to skills and a gateway into employment that entire thought process has to change because you right. had these um, app companies which have been selling programming courses to 5 year olds right right you are looking at creating 12 year old coders why right. because you want them to become entrepreneurs or software engineers in their later life and i want to go back to that point which you earlier raised that what happens to this guy who's been 25 years a chartered accountant and does not is not you know up to speed with what's happening in the tool universe 
my point here is that there we there already are thanks to technology two kinds of people people who use the tools and people who invent them okay right now the people who invent the tools are different from the people who use the tools people who invent the tools are not always technologists people okay. who invent the tools are also often times very deep thinkers in their own local domain areas right and for example, seen, for example you, yeah yeah just, just if you look at if you just look at this entire vaccine uh, pathway or the rt pcr pathway there's a beautiful article i read a couple of years couple of days back on dr hargobind khurana okay one of okay. india's first actually he was living in the us when he got a uh, nobel prize for coming yeah. up with a dna structure he is the okay. gentleman who created who won the nobel prize for discovering that there is a human dna structure okay uh, this is his research today's mrna tests tests and the rt pcr tests are done okay okay this is his work okay now okay. when he was working in the 1950s and 60s got it computing was not even there but right. without that core thought that okay this is the structure of the human genome all this computation please understand one thing technology is a bunch of tools even with ai even with machine learning at the end of the day what these tools can do is what you program them to do they can do better and better and better and better right but somebody still has to program somebody still has to say that this is the distance i have to go to climb on top of the tree and get my school uh, online school classes somebody still has to say that there is an opportunity in bringing it here so those people who are actually looking at these opportunities or coming up independently thinking independently of the problems which are facing whatever it be it could be climate it could be agriculture it could be education it could be society society social social change equity distribution whatever you say technology is an enabler right it is an enabler it empowers large people at scale and definitely it creates employment and value right but right yes, all, right. yes 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 but it does not exist in a vacuum it does not mm-hmm. exist in isolation that point which you mentioned that what happens if the you know i forget the password and the computer forgets me <laughs> you th- you think it's your loss my house forgets me my house forgets me your house forgets me <laughs> yeah it's yeah. the house's interest to remember you <laughs> right right so jay let me get a uh, look at it from our you know young generations perspective a point of view yeah our gen- we have brought been brought up different way we have seen things at little more on the ground our young generation today are very tech savvy they have been you know using tech from day one Correct. and that's the way they then they've seen the world you can't Correct. you know there's no right or wrong about it and they are mm. very good at it in using mm. the those those tools mm. some some say that many people today's time because of so much use of tech socially you know they they get distance away from from people or from you know those those deep affection with other people around them they become so 
attuned to technology hmm. now there will be a time you know in some time maybe 10 years 20 years into their own lives that they will find that they are nowhere in and they're lagging behind in terms of then the younger generation that they're younger lot now today's people we people we still know how to survive without a phone we still know we can still get our tv working without a remote maybe it depends on the tv that we have nowadays but what about such i'm i'm just trying to look at it from that you know from social angle how do you see this generation who will become you know slightly lesser than the young generation of say 20 years from now and how do they survive from a social angle the interesting part is that um exactly the same way that you see them active on technology is also the amount of time they switch off um okay. i don't know if you if you go to any of these social media platforms like instagram etc you will find that uh, you know um detox digital detox right okay. i am on a digital detox vacation mm-hmm. um last week i read seven books or i am in this hill station without my phone i don't need the network right how how, how real is that is it is it some sort of a new fad uh, say story story or a message no, it, it, i wouldn't say it's a fad but i would say that there is as with technology see one of the things which happens with the camera is one is this entire um, fundamental logic of turning the camera to yourself which okay. is the selfie culture the other is taking the camera where you were going and showing the world new places new things new discoveries that you're discovering for yourself so you know you have this food selfie where you're taking a picture of the food before you even eat it um, no what i'm mentioning is that with the digital um, engagement what is also happening is people are taking vacations or going off with strangers today you have apps which are um, you know portals where people are uh, meeting people uh, making friends marrying settling down um so you're using digital for a non digital experience right yeah. and, right yeah, that's that's and, well put and also you're using your uh, you know going off the grid with the same person or the same mm-hmm. experience because you realize that being in the grid is important for certain reasons but you can also be existing off the grid so you'll have these people going off on treks hikes i don't think our generation was so much into going into going to you know uh, uh, buy a motorcycle go to ladakh <laughs> i think right, right, our, right. our generation was more about why if you can afford to buy a motorcycle please make sure you have the money to put, put petrol in the if tank you, if you can afford it then then your parents need to be assured that you won't hurt yourself correct or hurt anybody else absolutely so so the priorities have changed and um, having said that what i do see is um, see it's always this way i can i can go back and say that whenever and i've i've had good time to delve into history um, looking at past uh, pandemics and one of the things is that uh, what any pandemic does and especially something which is once in a century kind of a thing is changes all the assumptions around so what's going to come out of this is a very different set of awarenesses 
before it settles down, right? Before you realize that, okay, this is what I can do with tech and this is what my life can be and this is what my new priorities are. And um, there will be, there always is a fairly strong nostalgia element as in, okay, this is how life used to be. But uh, what life is and what life will be um, are possibly going to be completely revolutionary. And we haven't even, you know, in the next five, six years, we are going to see more change than we've ever seen before. Okay, so your your closing thoughts on on the future that that is going to be in terms of tech and people who are you know less tech savvy. I think um, as see tech needs, as I said, that tech needs users. So it is in tech's interest to get more and more users. So people who are less tech savvy are actually going to be adopted by tech because they need the users. They need users in many, many ways. I'll just give you a small example. There's an entire industry which was built in this country, which put a lot of men and women to work from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. Right. Why? Because the service industry of uh, the Western world needed the data connectivity so that the services in the Western world could be delivered out of um, countries like India, right? An entire business case, an entire business logic, an entire awareness came out of that, right? Um, similarly, as business cases become more and more developed, and as I, as I keep saying that you can't have, you know, uh, you want valuation, you get users. You don't get users on 100,000, um, uh, you know, you don't get great valuation on just 100,000 users. You are living in a country of 1.3 billion. If you do not have 80% of the user, if you can have 80% of the users with you, then you've got a seriously strong business case. And so therefore, it makes business sense for tech to invest in uh, reducing the gap, number one. Number two, when you do that, um, it's always transformational. I because I've worked um, both in the social sector as well as in the tech sector, and wherever I've seen it happening, it's had a multiplier effect. So uh, whenever you put in these assets, whenever you put in these investments, and it's it's great that the government is talking about it in terms of uh, demonstrating the ambition. But more importantly, once the entrepreneurs get involved and they can see the path to profits. Then the investment gets into the ground. That's that's when the jobs get created. That's when training happens. My only concern is that we are about to see so much change. Um, I hope we are able to keep the priorities right. Right, because we are already going through pretty pretty much cataclysmic two years of pandemic. We've already gone through uh, almost two years of pandemic. Um, there is a impact of climate change on the back. Um, there is going to be a great amount of uncertainty before we can see that, okay, this is a path of peace and progress. And for that to happen, there needs to be a lot more participation, a lot more multi-stakeholder engagements. Um, we haven't even spoken, you know, whenever we say tech, it's about, you know, two men talking. Where are the women? Right. And why aren't we speaking more in terms of what is the impact of tech in the lives of specific groups, right? If you say rural women, teenage girls, 
how are you improving how are you doing something there and i think there's a huge about of... that uh, jay i think that's a, that's a big uh, thing that we must focus on and we got that bandwidth because we don't have uh, what you call uh, people like us uh, on, on channels like ours we don't have that compulsion or you know uh, that uh, compulsion to be uh, to look at things uh, under certain constraints as such so this gives a good platform you know for us to discuss things that are really relevant you know but but tell me one thing you answered that question about the future perhaps from a, as a person from the tech sector would your assessment change if you are looking at it from a person who also is involved in the sort of social sector not really because um, as i said that uh, you know 13 years back when i first set up a library in a village which was 2 uh, and a half kilometers away from the nearest village school and um, fell into the baseline assessment criteria as in you know uh, the village had to have an income level of such and a participation level of another and you can go into the website of read india and check out the criteria mm-hmm. um, and then when we got support and set up the first computer lab in that uh, village library of course i've been setting up computer labs in village schools for the last 20 years actually yes. in various csr um, courses i can give you one anecdote and uh, this is from the first project i did which was in 99 i was working in a telecom software company which had a sez you know the, the software export zone li- registration mm-hmm. and uh, one of the csr projects we wanted to do and that time csr was not even a word mm-hmm. so we wanted to do a project in the local school local village school with to bridge the digital divide that here here you have people from the top institutes of the country creating top class software for the world and uh, can we do something in the village school nearby i was one of the major architects of that program so mm. um i've put it on my blog that the first things that we did when we went into the school was repair the toilets Mm-hmm. because at that point of time if you have used those old computers those old computers needed air conditioning and uh, you couldn't have air conditioning you needed a dust free environment Absolutely. and uh, if you didn't have children uh, washing their hands before you they went to the computer lab and they washing their feet you probably would have breakdowns so we actually first worked on setting up uh, you know uh, bathrooms washrooms for these kids then we did a lot of work to change regulations to make that donation possible at that time it was not even possible to donate computers those days and then get software engineers to volunteer their time to teach uh, these children um, in class 5 class 6 on how to do basic things like run a paint program right and uh, many years later when i went back i realized i mean i had moved jobs etc and careers by then i went to and saw the facility uh, not only was it perfectly in place uh, with a lot of upgradation and support by the company and others as well but some of the older kids you know the kids who were you know in class 5 had grown up settled in life and were still associated and remembered and then they said that you know because i learned this i also learned that and i figured out what to do with my life and now i'm doing this so 
one of the couple of things which i'm extremely convinced about is uh, the spirit of human enterprise and the human right. endeavor so whenever faced with change you will find and which is usual and i think that first question which you asked is also very telling youngsters are don't have any you know preconceived notions so they like learning new things they don't have a problem of breaking things right they will put their hands ganda ho gaya to kya hua toot gaya to kya hua i mean that comes in later um for older people it's a little scary because toot gaya to kya hoga but the point is that if you can take that toot gaya to kya hoga piece out and go ahead break things yeah 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 if you if you are afraid of that you won't uh, use them properly uh, so if if you're comfortable Don't breaking break humans and and moving um uh, you will be able to handle technology and use it to better your life absolutely and uh, that's i think the key thing and um, you know this period has been extremely tough for families for human relations things which you're talking about uh technology has in a way been able to su- support to a certain extent but as i used to say back in my day you can't fax a handshake <laughs> right right absolutely absolutely that's well put and i i guess jay in your in your thoughts uh, you have actually brought out a lot of things uh my concern will always be whenever dealing with tech will always be it's like that the last man should also be thought about uh that technology whether they are able to take care of not but i guess the governments world over or anywhere else or our communities you know somewhere they have to come forward and ensure that with time it's not about tech as such i would lay any blame on any particular aspect of our lives but the way we are making our progress our growth is somewhere you know humans are becoming more lonely more you know there are more cases of depression aloofness is there and you may have thousands and thousands of people in your social network but it's also important that people around you should actually be you should have people around you who are genuinely concerned about you your thousands of people on your social networks will not bother if you vanish for a 100 years but people around you if you vanish for 2 hours they will certainly start feeling it uh, that's the technology i would want to have around me you know uh, that the home should not forget the user of that home that would be uh, I'll, i'll extend it further if you look at where we come from <laughs> our generation comes from i am i'm not so confident about the next one you know the chai ke tapri hmm. the hmm. chai ke tapri is a common factor across the length and breadth of india you will right. meet people across the you know class system caste system it doesn't matter you will discuss everything from technology latest feature phone to politics in a chai ke tapri hmm. and as long as you have something like a chai ke tapri and we never and had we, a fight you never had a fight there you had a discussion heated discussion but never a fight today you have fights on social media more of fights and less of discussion so, so more of fights on social media but more of chai and discussion the chai ke tapri so as long yes, as you can keep yes, the chai yes, ke tapri yes in your mind 
and encourage uh, the next generation who do not have had this ad- advantage of having a chaikitapuri no actually i'm i'm wrong i'm wrong i i, I meet a lot of youngsters also in chaikitapuris um definitely yeah, yeah you're fine you're fine yes. i mean as long as you have people you can relate with uh, it's not always possible within homes we understand <laughs> your teenager is not going to be sharing uh, use, usable data with you and you are still going to be very formal with your parents that's okay but uh, you need to have i completely agree that chaiketapri in your mind and at least friends from those chaiketapris that you can relate to yeah it's 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 like you know what that experience of a dhaba in a five star hotel you know you they try to bring that feeling or many people try to create that uh, feeling even in their high high tech homes and all that gaon ka yaad dila de waise kuch baat and even if you know i guess tech should also bring keep that human part somewhere around you i, I wish i want to see the world that way yeah, so that's that's here, what i wish here, here, here is an early um, you know uh, thought uh, there is this new thing which is called ar vr okay artificial okay. Uh, sorry uh, augmented reality virtual reality headsets right yes 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 uh, yes, yes facebook has turned its name into meta basically to talk about this metaverse yes and yesterday they lost 200 billion dollars yeah <laughs> because india has stopped adding users because yeah, india's so, data costs have grown no no I'm, but that's, I'm, that's the new so you, if, i i don't know if they will suddenly ask a lot of people to you know uh, make more reels to create yeah, the, that's that's the, the way the world is changing they probably we'll talk will about all that maybe maybe on the next time but jay yeah. uh, if you if you have uh, uh, i guess we have covered a lot of stuff today and and with these thoughts in mind that we have a more egalitarian world around uh, around the tech that everybody uses with that thought i guess it's time to say, uh, wrap wrap this edition of the kj masterclass thank you very very much thank you thank you it's my pleasure thank you